Hey Scooby Squad, welcome to Puppy Dog Tales, where we share amazing true stories about man's best friend. I'm Hannah. And I'm Annika. And today we're going to tell you about a dog that was rescued by some sausage? Episode 15. Hey guys. <laughs> it's our spring break. Oh my gosh. It's been so nice to get a break. For real. <laughs> but we're going to try to do a couple episodes today so that way we don't get behind again. But um, yeah. Quick business reminder update we have a survey, it's a Google form. I'll yep. actually remember to link it this yeah. time <laughs> um, and please take it and thank you to those a few of yeah. you that have taken it we really appreciate the feedback it helps us get better helps us you know make sure that we're putting out things you want to hear so yeah all right all right and then we're gonna start a new segment today i'm excited about it so yeah, i'm excited we're gonna do am i the bad dog which comes from like reddit it's from the aita subreddit am I the butt all right yep <laughs> i wasn't gonna Basically. even say that yet. <laughs> oh, um, yeah yeah so we're gonna find posts that are AITA about dogs. So, all right. So, Hannah, you found one? I got our story. Um, so, today is Am I the Bad Dog for Not Allowing My Friend to Bring Their Service Dog to My House? Ooh, okay. Yeah. So, my male 39 friend friend male 38 recently got a service dog it's a diabetic alert dog mm. and the issue arises in that he wants to bring it to my house when i host hangouts or parties i'm not much of a dog person and really don't want it at my house it's a breed that sheds and i don't want to have to deal with dog hair in my house also, my kids regularly play in our yard, and I don't want them to encounter dog poop and pee. I've spent the last 10 years in this house turning it into a place that my friends, family, and I could hang out at. I have a pool. I built a bar in my basement. Those type of upgrades. I offered to meet out at a restaurant or someone else's place and host less, but my house is the preferred destination among everyone else. I have amenities that others don't, and there's no expensive food and bar tabs at my place. Mm -hmm. I host a lot during the football season and other major sporting events with some general hangouts in between. I told my friend that his dog wasn't welcome. I offered to pay for a monitoring device he can use while at my house, but he didn't take that offer well. He let me know he wasn't happy and recently missed our Super Bowl get-together. Am I the bad dog? Interesting. That's yeah. loaded. Yeah, it is. <laughs> In some of the comments, it looks like they're pretty split. Really? Um, some of them look split. I think it was leaning towards you're the bad dog so one of them said would you tell someone they couldn't bring their wheelchair because you didn't want wheels tracking dirt on your floor mm. so i get that yeah i i think he's the bad dog 
mm-hmm. pretty i feel like it's pretty obvious yeah but i also have a pretty like unique perspective mm-hmm. the uh, other one says there's another comment that said no bad dogs here so that just means like neither of you is in the wrong but this person said you know he can ask and you can say no but don't be surprised if your friendship changes or goes away which i think like yeah i guess i can see that too like yeah it's your house you're allowed to say no but like just know that you're saying no to the person not just the dog yeah that like you're telling that person you can't come yeah that dog is a is a medical need for that person yeah if you have a alert dog for your diabetes it's probably because it's very hard to to keep track of right and some people's diabetes is just hard mm-hmm. like i i had a few friends growing up with diabetes it's a lot to manage it's a lot oh yeah I, one in in elementary school all the way through high school and we would just be at like a sleepover and randomly should be like Mm -hmm. oh my sugar's 400 yeah and like she would be acting normal yeah there's a there's a little girl in second grade and i only see her for like the very end of the day oh yeah she's not in my room very long but there's been a couple of times where her blood sugar has either spiked or it's dropped and i have to like i started keeping snacks in there just for her even though Mm -hmm. i only see her like 15 minutes a day yeah so yeah and i had a friend to manage oh sorry oh no you're good i had a friend in college who i would often forget had diabetes because Mm -hmm. it was just so easy for him to manage his yeah it's just every every case is different Mm -hmm. and i feel like you probably have a vacuum right like yeah i'm sure that friend would even vacuum they were worried about like poo and pee but like service animals are generally pretty good about like being able to hold it and stuff while they're doing their job and yeah and the at least from what like from my experience like the handlers Mm -hmm. are taught to always have bags and always pick up yeah the the poo yeah, so it could be also their responsibility to pick up after it, and I feel like that might be a good compromise. Yeah, would be like, okay, like yes, like you can bring your dog, but like you're responsible for cleaning up after the dog. Um, if you're like they're hanging out on the couch or something, like maybe say like, could you bring something that the dog could sit on? It'd be like, easy I think to there's say a- no couch. That's true, too. I think it'd be easy to find a compromise where everybody would be happy. So... All right. Well, let's get into our story today. I'm really excited about this one because it's just kind of a funny story. Um, So... (laughs) I found this story on CNN. Um, They covered this one. So this story is focused on a dog named Millie. Millie was rescued by a lady named Emma Oaks. And Millie is a Jack Russell Terrier crossed with a whippet. In which we haven't. Uh I don't think we've covered whippets before. I think this is our first. This is our first whippet whippet. mix. Yeah. They're so 
They're so cute. Like They're little very cute. miniature. All right, well, I mix them up with Italian greyhounds because they look kind of similar. Right. They look like kind of like a smaller greyhound a little yeah. bit. So Millie was a rescue dog and just, I don't, I wasn't able to find a whole lot about her background as a rescue dog, but just, you know, a lot of rescue dogs are like this, just very timid Mm -hmm. disposition. This dog tended to be a little bit skittish. Okay, so one day, January 13th, 2022, Millie slipped out of her collar. She was out for a walk with Emma and just slipped her collar. That's so scary. It is really scary. Sadie has a tiny head and she slips her lead pretty easily. Mm, that's very good. She does have a yeah, tiny head. She has. I'm really lucky she has really good recall mm-hmm. because if she saw a bird, she, oh, might, yeah. she might go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah. It's I really it. easy. It happens. It does happen, absolutely. And that's nothing like that is not Emma's fault. It no. happens. So, but she slipped her lead and ran away. And this took place in Hampton, which is southern England. Oh, okay. The owner immediately alerted people in the area to tell them that her dog was missing. So they spotted. Millie. They eventually spotted Millie in the middle of the mud flats. And I didn't know Where? what that was, so I'm going to tell you. Okay, cool. <laughs> cool. So I'll get to it. Give me a minute, though. So Millie had covered a good deal of distance by this time, and it might have even been a few days of her being missing. And I think I have that written somewhere later. I can't remember uh, okay. right now. But, um, so where they were living, this is in Havant, Havant, Hampton, and it's known. And Millie was spotted in the mudflats. And I'll tell you, I'll make sure to tell you what the mudflats are because I did not know. Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> so Havant, Hampton is located near the beach. And when the tide is low, there's mudflats that can be seen as well. And by the time they spotted Millie in the mud flats. It was it had probably been a day or two since she had last been seen or since she had gone missing. So mud flats are also known as tidal flats as they can be seen mainly when the tide is low. When you said tidal, I thought like T-I-T-L-E. the title of a book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then when you said the tide, I was like, that. no, like tide, like mm-hmm. oceans. So, during high tide, seawater covers the flats, and it's basically like areas where sediment has been deposited by the tides and by erosion. So, this is something I found some cool stuff from a site that talks about mudflat hiking, which I didn't know what mudflats were, so I didn't, I definitely didn't know that this was a thing. So, some of the dangers of mudflat hiking would be sinking into the mud. Mud in mud flats can get to be about 30 centimeters deep. Oh, wow. Yeah, which for us Americans, that's about a foot deep. Mm-hmm. And since we're talking about a Jack Russell Terrier dog, that's, you like know, her whole body. Their height is about 10 to 15 inches on average. So, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> 
So people also can get tired really easily because your foot is sinking down into straight up mud and you got to pull your foot out with each and every step that you take. So tiring out um, can be a danger. And then also obviously like getting caught out in the mud flats when the tide is coming in. Oh man. Right. And that is a danger for humans, much less a much smaller dog like Millie. So definitely not a good place for Millie to be. So at first, people tried getting close to Millie on foot, or they would try to get close to her via kayaks so that they could grab her and bring her back to solid ground. But like I said earlier, she's skittish. She's very timid. Mm -hmm. So every time they tried to get close to her, she kept running out even farther onto the mudflats and away from Mm -hmm. her rescuers. They ended up calling the Coast Guard, the Fire Department. Oh, my God. And eventually called an organization called the Daramead Drone Search and Rescue. And they all got involved with helping to get Millie back to safety. So on Sunday, so remember that Millie went missing on a Thursday. So if it's Sunday, it's been about four days since Millie's gone missing. And I was able to find she had been on the mud flats for two days. Which again, wow, very dangerous. Like they're very worried about her drowning. Yeah. When the tide oh came my in. God. So a neighbor named Dave. We love Dave. Dave's the best. Nice. He had a clever idea. <laughs> he said he wanted to fry up some sausages <laughs> to get Millie back to safety. So what they did was they tied a string around the sausage on one end and then tied the string around to the body of the drone on the other end. Oh, my God. And then he said that the sausages dangled about like two or three meters okay. from the drone. Um, so like. 15 feet 10 to 15 feet okay yeah i didn't look up the conversion for that one yeah that's what it is cool (laughs) i appreciate that (laughs) math Um, and science and i just like okay i just i want you to imagine that you are a person in haven't hampton in england and you're just like going about your life Mm -hmm. this is sunday so maybe you're like coming back from church getting something to eat yeah i don't know hanging out on the beach whatever and there's just like a drone with sausage above your head just <laughs> yeah. flying around <laughs> i would have so many questions just like some bratwurst on a string like what yeah i'd be like what kind of like marketing scheme is this <laughs> <laughs> anyway oh my god that sounds oh my gosh it sounds exactly like something out of a children's book yeah i yeah, can picture that yeah or it sounds like something an American would actually do to market their... I mean, Like yeah. sausage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Millie started sniffing the air. She was very much into these sausages, which, you know, she's been on the mud flats for two days. Like, this girl's got to be hungry. Yeah, there um, can't be that much to eat. I can't imagine that there'd be a lot for her to eat there, no. Um and then at one point, she almost took the drone down because she was trying to get oh. the sausage. She was, like, trying to swat at it and almost brought it down. But 
she was only able to get half of the sausage and the drone was still flying so she did eventually follow the sausages to solid ground but she kept running she continued running until she eventually got trapped in an industrial complex and i don't mean trapped like in a cage or another dangerous spot like i think just like she got cornered kind of a thing okay um and this was on monday so this is the day after the sausage idea rescues rescuers were finally able to capture her and reunite her with her owner so wow yeah and on the cnn article that i read it says that all the rescuers involved were crying for joy like they were just so happy that they were able to get millie back that's so sweet i know and so clever i never would have thought of that's awesome like using the sausages to lure her out i love it yeah so i also wanted to say talk a little bit more about the denmi drone search and rescue or i have seen it online as just ddsr so this is an organization made specifically to help find lost pets and they're still operating today i saw when i was you know writing my notes on this there was another missing dog on their facebook page also named millie that they had posted about and this was like the day that i was writing this was when they they posted about another missing dog so they're still operating they're still finding missing dogs they're still posting about it and they do updates all the time about the dogs you know that they help to find that's so cool yeah and since it's a it's a fully volunteer operation which also means that it's completely free for the owners so the owners all they have to do is just reach out answer some questions and then you know get help to find their pup that's so that's so cool yeah they also help to in addition to the drones they also help make and distribute posters for lost pets yeah Aww. yeah so really great rescue we'll have to post the link in the show notes um, and i think they're actually in the middle of doing a fundraiser so we'll have to post the link for that in the show notes so you can check them out so definitely yeah and in the meantime, y'all can find us on Instagram at Puppy Dog Tales Pod. At what now? I forget every time. <laughs> I just said it. At Puppy Dog Tales Pod. There you go. There it is. <laughs> I'm gonna get this one day. I mean, it's like literally just the name of our show. My friend. I I know that, but my brain <laughs> like goes completely blank every time. Like, there's no thoughts. No, it's concerning. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You can also email us at on Gmail, and it's puppydogtailspod at gmail.com. I'm proud of you. You I did, did it. it. I also created that, so that's... Uh, yeah, yeah. You can write us a review. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts officially. Yes. Finally so, figured out the Apple Podcast situation, so that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then remember to take our survey, leave us some feedback about what you yes, want to hear. Yes, please. I'll remember to link it this time. Yep. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks. Keep calm and wag, wag on. on.